Hello world, we're big gay nerds. I'm your director, Jonix, they, them. And uh, today we're playing Strike Down Vader. Uh, we're joined by Ellie. Oh, hello, I'm Ellie. Pronouns are she, they, frequent contributor to the show. And I am playing the Force user, Kristoff Skora. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, she, her. You can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter, as long as Twitter continues to exist. Uh, and I am playing <laughs> Jasmine Bellicar, a, uh, a Twi'lek who's trying to strike down Vader, uh, just, to say, just to say she did, mostly. <laughs> and Owen. Hey, I'm playing Professor Pipistrell. Oh, and also, um, my pronouns are he and him. I'm the founder and <laughs> editor of Big Gay Nerds. But more That's importantly, important. the important thing here is that I'm playing a little bat guy yeah. who um, is uh, hunting down Vader for conspiracy theory reasons. <laughs> yeah, Kristoff, I guess I should uh, go back and specify as uh, hunting down Vader because Vader uh, killed every his entire previous life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Valid. Noble. Yeah, yeah fair. No. All right. You can uh, just go do something show. else. But, uh, <laughs> you know, something useful. <laughs> no, he's, he's hanging out with a bat guy and digging through caves to uh, find crystals. <laughs> Where we last left off, uh, you had just received the docking codes from the uh, the governor uh, to dock in Pow City of Utapau. Oh yeah. Um, the the sinkhole world with uh, with <laughs> sort of the tunnel cities built into the sinkholes. Um, so your your VW bus of a ship uh, <laughs> sort of uh, is escorted down uh, by a shuttle to uh, the designated docking port uh, for uh, for civilian craft, and uh, you can see a. Uh, it's not it's not a full squad it's like three guys and an officer are waiting for you like three stormtroopers and okay. an officer are waiting for you at the at the the uh the dock and gotcha. the hangar i should say not All the right. dock um i feel like we should have put the relic that we're trying to like sell in a box just to make it more impressive <laughs> So you're he's... not just freehanding it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we gotta find, yeah, like we gotta find a little like cigar box or something. To... Yeah, yeah. I think I think you could probably scrounge up some put sort up, of container. Put some silk in there; it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People eat that so... stuff up. <laughs> yeah. So I think the professor is just like I don't know if he's taking the lead, but he's definitely trying to like be prominently, you know, holding it. Just so people know, like, hey, I'm the guy with the thing your boss wants, so, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Don't shoot us. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the, you know, the, uh, the, the ramp psh, comes down from the ship, and uh, they, they're standing there perfectly in, in line, uh, waiting for you to, uh, to come down. Um, the officer is, uh, she's a, a tall woman uh, with... Uh, with a, a a very like severe haircut underneath her <laughs> her imperial cap, uh, that's the that's the best way to describe it. Is it is just uh, it's it, the kind of haircut that uh, you could probably cut yourself on if you were if you were careful. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, and so she's standing with her arms behind her back, uh, in prim and proper position. 
And she goes, So, you have something for the governor? Uh, yes, uh, right here. He, like, l- lifts it up. Um, and uh, says, I would request uh, a personal audience with him, as I believe he will want to go over the uh, specific details so I can tell him what planet it was found on, the place, location, uh, condition, all that yes, sort of thing. Yes, yes. Um, let me give you some advice. The reason I got this position, and she she sort of, uh, rubs uh two little red pips on her on her uh on her <laughs> oh, uh, the little uniform. squares yeah <laughs> yeah um the reason i got this position was that uh my predecessor uh decided that he would be the one to deliver the goods to the governor and uh it turned out it was a fraudulent Delivery, and the governor, in his callous rage, shot him to death. Well, you do not have to worry about that, ma'am. This is the <laughs> genuine product. I just wanted you to know that that's the reason I'm not just taking this from you. Oh, don't Understood. worry. We're, we're... I prefer my head where it that's is. Fine. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be we'll be on the front line for this. You're fine. Let the seller and... beware, right? <laughs> <laughs> she smirks and then uh, kind of turns on her heels and uh, starts walking away and gestures for you to follow. All right. We are following them. Absolutely. And so the, and the uh, stormtroopers wait for you to walk past and then turn and walk behind you. Ah, uh, so sort of in a little off. flight. So I am curious, since I am, I do have like a blaster rifle. I, I figure do I have to leave that behind? Do I get to? I don't. Um, and they they have not made any gesture towards like patting you down or anything or like scanning yeah. you. So yeah, Kristoff's um, been they, trying they to they definitely like, uh, see play the bodyguard. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, they, at this point. Uh, you are you are, have not been touched, or no one has gone into your going through your stuff. You were just they they are just okay. sort of the greeting party. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so you're walking through the city. Uh, it's uh, it's bustling. Uh, with with uh energy. There's lots of speeders going by and little little mouse droids going to and fro, and oh. um, stormtroopers are marching in in rank and file. Uh, uh, you know, down like major causeways and such, and this is very much uh, an imperial uh, uh, settlement with civilians inside of it. Um, gotcha. You see some of the the tall Powan uh, uh, residents are sort of like they they tend to bow and sort of uh, kneel in front of the the um, the imperial. Uh, residents, so uh, seemingly to not make trouble, uh, so they sort of glance around when they leave their buildings, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then mm. the the upai are nowhere to be seen. Oh, um, okay. in fact, that's okay. um, yeah. all right. Yeah, uh, uh, Pipistrel is definitely like 
I feel like he'd be especially aware of this. Like, the Empire is not super kind to funny little guys. So. Yeah. Hard um, time for, uh, what, non humanists? Humans? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. It's actually aliens. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things that just, they never, like, it, the expanded universe never changed it. The the new expanded universe hasn't changed it. They Sometimes they're just called aliens. For not, okay. Like, but, like, non-humans or humanoids works for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah, they probably would just for, like, propaganda reasons. Why not? You gotta have an yeah. empire, right? <laughs> Fuck like, it. there's a whole, there's a whole, like, subcategory of... Of like alien race ranging from non-humans to humanoids, and there's like near humans and stuff like that. But like, yeah, you uh, got like reptilians yeah. and. I guess, but like, we're not going to get into the weeds there. Yeah, yeah. No, not, to, not to belabor the point a little bit more, but I mean, like the term alien did exist before the idea of aliens. True. So yeah, like. Yeah. Out of, like you know, if you mm, if you think of something yeah. as weird and different, then it's alien to you. From too far away, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but... it's just definitely someone did not think hard enough about it. Oh yeah, and def- here we are. Yeah. Hard time for aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So. Uh. Yeah. The. Uh, you basically you have uh, an opportunity to ask questions here if you'd like, or we can just move on. Um, there's, you know, unless you you have some other grift that you'd like to run <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, while you're here. I think for right now, Professor is keeping his head down. I, uh, the only thing I'm kind of like keeping an eye out here. Uh, oh, I have a question that maybe can be applied to like pilot stuff or engineer stuff is um i think jasmine is kind of looking around for various escape routes like things Mm. Ah, like like ways that if things go wrong and i'm sure they (laughs) will uh (laughs) you know jasmine jazz is just kind of like keeping her eyes out for like passing like Deliver yeah. like passing delivery routes, things like okay. that. Um, give me an engineer role then. Yeah. Uh, and remember, you're trying to be the three. Um. One d six plus one. Five. All right. Um. So yeah, what you you what you notice is that this used to be a the the area that you've that you're walking through. Um, specifically, used to be a very, um, uh, what's the best word? Like, a, a very industrial area. Mm-hmm. Um, there was lots of warehouses, factories, uh, uh, just sort of the, the non, uh, non-residential, non-commercial area of, of this city. Um, and now that the, the Empire's moved in, there's, you know, they've sort of put bases in places and stuff like that. And they sort of uh, retrofitted a lot of the buildings to be other stuff. But um, a lot of the old mecha- uh, mechanisms still are, are still here, uh, including uh, what is a, a complex series of 
uh, conveyor belts and uh, sort of like little little uh, passages above your head where you can see droids and um, uh, what what could be possibly hover skiffs uh, moving along tracks. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, great. So there's there's sort of the old. All the old uh, factory and mechanisms of that stuff still exists. It hasn't been torn down. Okay. Um, cool. So that's as far as like escape routes go. That there there could be something there. Okay. Great. I love that. Um. Right. So, speaking of retrofitted buildings, you come up upon a what it, you can only really describe as a governor's mansion at this point. Mm-hmm. But if you <laughs> if you look hard enough. You realize that this used to be like a storage facility. Ah, it's it has been updated from its utilitarian existence into like a full-on residential space. Mm. There are uh, strategically placed topiaries that hide like brutalist <laughs> corners. <laughs> um, there are dec- there are decorative plascrete pillars that stretch up from from the. The smooth, like carved surface of the of the tunnel ground to like the craggy surface above. Nice. Um, and there's a a large uh, a large gate and fence that surrounds it now. That sort of stretches out into the street in, in a in a pretty obnoxious fashion. It's like like traffic has to go around it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. Extremely right. gaudy, extremely ostentatious. I get you. Exactly. Um, so you are sort of outside of the 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 uh, the mansion here, and you see a another squad of stormtroopers. This one is a more of a full complement of the squad mm. um, standing at the ready outside of the gate. Um, your uh, the the officer. Uh, she flashes her credentials, and uh, the the troopers move aside for her. But uh, as you approach, they the uh, one with like a red, um, uh, what's the word, pauldron on his shoulder, mm. uh, sort of holds out his hand and to stop you. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, ease up. <laughs> um, and she she turns and goes. Of course, there will be a, a security inspection. Oh, great. All right. Mm-hmm. And so one of them tries to take the box away from you. Mm. Oh, that's... Do you let them? I mean, we can presume that they will give it back on the basis that... They don't want to get uh, shot. They don't want to get shot. But we could try something. We, we could, like, try and remind them that they could get shot if they take it from us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point, actually. Like... Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe the blaster rifle slips off of Christo's uh, back and like down under one of his armpits, and he just like coughs a little bit, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, let's see. To to intimidate someone, that is maybe uh, diplomat convincing others. Um... Yeah, let's let's go with diplomat. I, sure, it's a form of diplomacy. <laughs> Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> I mean, extremely I, base form. Intimidation is a type of diplomacy, absolutely. Hey, I rolled a four, so the total is five. I will take Great. it. Okay, yeah, so, um, so yeah, the, the trooper sort of eases back and just, uh, 
the others just sort of pat you down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's it's clear that like they don't want <laughs> any real trouble here. So oh, yeah. they, Good. <laughs> they do. One of them does say that uh, he'll have to confiscate your blaster, though. That's fair. And uh, also, um, they they do find the thermal detonator, unfortunately. Damn it. Uh, Damn. On, uh, on um, Jazz's person. Okay. Wow. So oh. I figure the lightsaber is stashed away as like a curiosity, you know. Just... Yeah, it's it's just a metal tube. They don't know what that is. <laughs> like... Pro- <laughs> you know, in case things get real, real, real bad. I was well, trying to think about like what people might think a random metal tube was, and my literal first thought was drug paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> just the hugest vape you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> no, 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 this just rip... carries my medicine. Don't worry about it. Gonna go rip some clouds with the governor. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Please do not light the governor mansion up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, so so yeah, they they take your rifle, they take your thermal detonator. Okay. Um, they don't touch the box. After all, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, they uh, they sort of uh, wave you through, and the the officer turns back on her heels and uh, and continues walking. All uh, right, into the into the front door of the governor's mansion. Da da. Okay. Okay. So inside it is pretty much what you'd expect, like lots of tall windows and like sort of large open spaces. Um, it it's very clear that uh, there used to be more walls, just in general, in this area, mm. but have been torn down and sort of uh, remade into this palatial space. Um, you you actually see the governor's office is like upstairs like it like there's sort of an open foyer that has two levels to it and uh the the governor has uh his is sort of a, a a wide office that's in imperial gray of course with all the the imperial bric-a-brac on the walls um with like a an ominous red light sort of shining down uh from it of course. And uh, and the officer uh, leads you on. Um, and uh, the it should be noted that the complement of stormtroopers has now gone down to two. Excellent. Um, it seems that one of them has broken off uh, or has stayed with the squad or, you know, some sort of protocol has stopped him from coming in. Is the uh, Are the stormtroopers that are accompanying us the ones that have our stuff? Um, no. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is out at the gate. Okay. Makes sense. Right. Um, so, so yeah, you are, you're in the, you have made it into the mansion. Um, this is sort of another point where, uh, if you want to do, want to get up to shenanigans, you totally can, but also you could just go with the flow and continue on. My plan kind of starts with when we meet the governor. Okay. Um, so I don't have any particular prep stuff in mind, though, if anyone wanted to, like, you know, tag me in for, like, to boost something, just let me know. Yeah, I kind of want to just uh, lay low and save my uh, force points and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, smart. Think, I think it's smart to just wait until we see how this uh, encounter with the governor goes. 
before we right. before we do anything too drastic. Sure, very smart. Um, so yeah, uh, you go upstairs. Uh, the the officer sort of stops at the door and waves you in. Uh, and uh, she, uh, you know, she's just standing there, you know, completely rigid, <laughs> as <laughs> as all imperial officers are. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. And uh, you are um, let into the room. Okay. Uh, the the Philo Ketch is the governor of Utapau, and he he uh, he's a human who uh, is balding and has uh, he's a, a pretty impressive stature. He's he's uh, he's like very tall. You can tell even sitting down that he's like a very uh-huh. large man. Um, he's got like big hands. <laughs> um, it, like it's to the point where you would almost believe that he's he's mixed like half human ah but okay. you, but like you're not 100% certain but he's just that that just like be, could just be very very big yeah <laughs> he could just be a very big man but like it could be like maybe maybe he's got something in a you know a, a grandparent or something that's not human right um so uh you know i never thought about how star wars works for that sort of thing, and most I don't people don't. Find out, so moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most people don't. So I just kind of let, let it be, whatever it is. Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I figure if like we've seen human and human and twi like hybrids, mm-hmm. like that's pretty weird. I'm I'm willing to roll with anything. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? You know what? That's good. And the spirit of this game is use exactly as much Star Wars lore as you want. So I'm, exactly. That's great. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the, uh, the governor sort of, uh, sits with his, uh, his massive hands, uh, steepled, um, at his, his, like, polished black desk, uh, and he just, he, he says, so you have it, huh? The, the war droid? Oh, Uh, Yes. Uh, the professor, uh, like, sort of bows to him. He steps forward. Um, I think, like, the setup is, like, he puts the box on his desk, opens it, and swivels it around, slides it forward, and I think, hmm. I think throughout this whole thing, he's, like, giving probably a, like, kind of a spiel of, like, the sort of stuff that would just be on a plaque if this thing was in a... It was in a museum, you know? Okay, I like that. But I, but I don't know if that's something that I would roll for, because I don't know what I would accomplish with it. Unless the deal is just impressing him. Actually, that does sound important. Yeah, if, you, if you'd like to impress, like, specifically impress him, um, that yeah. that is the, the way to go about it. Uh, it would be to roll historian. Yeah, okay. And I think the particular angle he's going with here is, you know, just laying out all the facts, but he's trying to sort of do the whole, like, make history fun sort of thing. <laughs> um, and talking about, like, how this was, how this isn't just, like, a random fragment of metal. This is a, this is a little piece of a war that would, like, reshape entire cultures and that sort of thing, you know? Sure, this is, sure. This is a little piece of legend I've got right here. <laughs> Um, he, five. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, 
so yeah, uh, he uh, he sort of smiles that the the knowing smile of someone who is who has met a a peer. Mm. <laughs> he he's he's like oh like in his in his demeanor you can kind of tell that he sort of let something go and he's like f- uh-huh. and he says finally someone I can talk to about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, perfect. Right. Um, and he uh, he sort of takes out he takes out this little device. That you and your uh, or Professor Pipistrel would probably uh, recognize as a uh, a vibro scalpel. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, it's just this tiny little blade that's glowing, um, mm. and it makes like a, a faint hum. And he sort of uh, picks up the 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 chunk of metal or the trinket or whatever it is. And kind of holds the scalpel delicately over it, and kind of like skims it across the surface, and the metal that or the the metal trinket hums in uh, in harmony with it. Oh, he goes, okay. this is real. Of course. <laughs> oh, this is incredible. Do do you know? The Battle of Fairlithel was decided by, and he just starts talking about yeah. history crap. Jazz's jazz oh, yeah. eyes already glazing over. <laughs> yeah, Kristoff like looks side to side. It's like, oh god, oh god, get out of here. We gotta yeah. get out. We gotta find it out. Yeah, I f- I figure there's probably some like back and forth where if this was like a real show, we would need like a team of consultants to yeah. like make sure everything goes right. Pablo um, Hidalgo would be on call. Yeah. Yeah, we Dave Filoni would have to get flown in. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. But um what what Pipistrel is uh been leading up to um is ba- basically a lot of it is just sort of like just you know um just sort of like flush agreement with uh, everything that's being said. I I do want to give a little for a little bit of context here. He's a guy who knows a lot about history, but history is not actually his like special interest or whatever. He just knows a lot about history because he needs to know a lot about history to understand politics, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so he is kind of faking some of this enthusiasm. He doesn't care too much about like the Star Wars equivalent of like the Punic Wars. But right. um, <laughs> what he winds up doing is that he sort of leans in, which for him involves sort of like standing up on his toes a yeah. little bit. Um, <laughs> and says like um like have you ever seen such uh such impressive cybernetics designed specifically for fighting jedi i say unlikely <laughs> his uh his eyebrow quirks and he he kind of he for the first time uh since you walked in the room he kind of realizes that it's not just him and professor pipistrel right yeah uh, and he kind of looks at he looks at jazz and he looks at kristov and uh he he's he's he you can tell he's trying to like size you up on whether you're cool or not <laughs> 
Christoph squirms kind of. He's never been cool in his life. Jazz, uh, <laughs> Jazz just kind of grins at him because she's always been cool. At least she thinks she's always been cool. Fair. <laughs> like, I'm a navigator and a diplomat. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Jazz is a pilot and, a, and an athlete. She probably thinks she's the coolest person <laughs> in the room right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You'd be surprised, my friend. You'd be surprised. You know what? I... I think... that I have something that I could share with you. But it will cost you. If... instead of trading for credits or whatever you wanted... for the, for this relic... If you let me have it, I'll let you see the collection. Um, I, I, he, like, immediately, uh, like, whips around to the other two and, like, holds up his hands like he's fucking Chris Pratt with the raptors. And is like, <laughs> I know that both of you are expecting a cut, but, uh, I, I think you, you've, you've been on enough excavations with me to know how uh, important this sort of thing is. Let's, let's hear the man out. Uh. Jazz just kind of sighs and realizes that he wants her to play along and is like, <laughs> fine, but I expect <laughs> twice as much cut the next job, old man. <laughs> yes, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, like, Kristoff looks around and sort of, sort of scoffs. is like, alright, yeah, I'm used to your games by now. <laughs> oh, excellent. And he, he, <laughs> he gets, like, kind of giddy. <laughs> like, he, he stands up and, uh, he, he pulls out a comlink and, and, and says, uh, Murabi, hold all my calls. And you can see if eagle-eyed uh, adventurers could see the officer standing at the door, uh, sort of like like kind of slumps a little bit in size because it's very clear that that she is Moravi and oh my god, she is kind of th- this position is not what she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just, she just you're comes, just a sec- she's just a secretary, yeah. yeah. A secretary with a gun. That's so sad. <laughs> and uh, so he 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 grabs the box and closes it, and he's you know he's very secure with it. Um, and he goes, "Come along, come along." And he uh, walks towards a uh, an elevator in the back. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. He walks towards a turbo lift. Oh, the... I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> in the back of because the because the uh... elevator brand was never developed in uh, Star Wars, oh. they had to think of a different name for I it. I see. It's oh. one of those things. It was like Kleenex. Things, yeah. It was like used to be a company. <laughs> I mean, Kleenex is still a company, but it's like the word got so ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. But so he walks towards the turbo lift in the back of his office, which uh, which you thought was just kind of like, it's it's hard to see imperial decor as anything other than ugly, and so mm-hmm. sometimes you don't really you can't really tell what's 
functional and what's not. And so in this case, it, this just looked like a weird sort of divot in the room, mm-hmm. but it actually is a lift which oh. will uh, which it will uh, takes you down this long shaft um, with sort of these like slotted windows as you go down. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that you're going deeper and deeper into the red rock, and uh, eventually there's just blackness, mm. and then. Artificial light, mm. which which shows a cavern, um, which uh, it's a wide cavern with a large duracrete structure placed in the center. Ooh. Um, there are catwalks which are which are poking out from various ports uh, that go up and down the the walls of this building, as well as uh, those conveyor belts that you saw before. Uh, and the the sort of the the hover skiff pathways, which uh, which sort of um, stretch out into the the blackness above that you pass through. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a bunch of imperial guards and uh, technicians sort of patrolling uh, and uh. and working uh, in this area. Okay, <laughs> but but there's there's not so many that it's um, that it, that this would be. I guess what I'm trying to say is this, this is a this is a private storeroom. So the the people that are here are sort of privileged knowledge. Okay. Uh and so there are not many of them. Mm-hmm. Like you like if you if you were counting uh you would see just you know maybe six stormtroopers outside in total. Like for this large building, okay, uh, which is which is as it turns out is an old warehouse. Um, he starts to explain the uh, the history of of the building, which is very interesting to people who are very boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it but one thing that does uh, stick out to you is that this used to be a food storage facility, which has oh, been re- retrofitted for something else. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. So the. <laughs> So I've said that my guy cares more about like politics than history. So he's definitely like physically restraining himself from rolling his eyes at this shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. People, the the people who actually lived here used to use this for food, and now you've turned it into this just big fucking your little jack off room. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. your little trophy, your your fucking uh, trophy room for assholes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he. He, you know, he's holding the box in his in his uh, his big hands, and he he uh, walks. Uh, he's actually probably holding it in one hand because it's so because mm-hmm, right. just the scale is so off mm-hmm. uh, com- compared to Pipistrel and, and him. Um, but he 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 walks ahead and sort of uh, uh, turns around, and and he you can see there's like a like an actual excited gleam in his eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he sort of ushers you on with him. Um, none of the guards bother him. Like they they just, they see him come and go all the time. It seems, and they okay. they don't they know not to even like check in with him. Like it, it, it's fine. Cool, cool. Okay, I'm just trying to think of. We'll keep following him for now. 
and okay. it's yeah. just like I think and until I can like think of uh, the right moment to strike, I suppose. Maybe once we actually see Grievous, then you know that's yeah. when we start worrying. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you, I forget. Do you have operative? No, I don't. I have pilot, oh, engineer, damn. athlete, and medic. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. None of us are, just, of us are sneaky. We're not very sneaky. I people. was just thinking, yeah, if we were like passing by guards, if Maybe someone wanted to, they up. could like, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about the idea of like just pickpocketing someone's gun or something like that but that's that might be a bit too risky i will but, say yeah. i'm very happy that i ended up with the party i did for the adventure <laughs> that i have mm-hmm. because in in my head i'm i was planning a uh like a like an immersive sim style <laughs> like, oh you go you crawl through vents and shit and like <laughs> And then you, you know, you hack into a computer and then you scuttle out of the way before the patrols come back. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, yeah. you are going the exact opposite direction of that, <laughs> which is, like, very straightforward. And yeah. also, like, w- without knowing it, Owen made a sort of a skeleton key character for this part of the adventure. <laughs> I'm so glad. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, beautiful so i just i just want to say is it's been very delightful to see this uh <laughs> take place and now uh here we are so he uh so so governor ketch uh holds up his palm to a reader on the on the 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 a door to the warehouse um and it sort of you know goes beep beep and and the the door opens up and then this sort of this uh this blast of cold hits you all oh and uh and he goes oh i forgot uh in all my excitement uh here and he he hands you each uh these little a little like uh silver disc that he grabs from some trays on the inside <laughs> of the door uh, mm-hmm. And he goes, just just activate it and attach it to uh, your your person, and uh, you'll be safe. Um, oh, okay. And he he activates his, uh, and you immediately feel warm instead, like like a oh. like the kind of warm that you get from uh, uh, okay from like a like uh not it's not an active heat you know it's not like from a oh. heater it's like the warm you get from like mod- like your own like body a hot temperature water or... y- exactly it's like room temperature but a little hotter okay gotcha okay. um so uh so he goes yeah we have to we uh we like to keep everything in the uh, as close to void temperature as possible <laughs> in boy here. okay excellent uh, to to maintain its uh to maintain its integrity there's well, some th- pretty volatile stuff in here. Um, Is there now? Gotta keep it refrigerated. Yeah. Yeah. I think at, <laughs> at this point, I'm just going to state that uh, Pipistrel is probably wearing fucked up little like leather foot gloves because I think all the pictures I've seen of these guys have been with bare feet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, just because they've got fucked up little back claws instead of shoes. Oh, sure. <laughs> Just so, just so we establish that his feet are not getting stuck to the floor. <laughs> we don't just carry him, yeah. But yeah, it's um, the so the interior of this room as he walks in is it's just filled with shelves and crates and boxes and and just any sort of container that you could think of. There mm. is, is in this this massive warehouse. Fantastic. Um, okay. 
<laughs> there are more of those, uh, more of the conveyor belts sort of like crisscrossing above your head. Uh, and some of them come down to the ground floor, but they're at the far end of the warehouse. Mm. Uh, the, there is, there are two, um, two guards posted on the, on the, it's, let's say you're entering from the south. Um, there's one guard posted on the east and one guard posted on the west, uh, that are also exits. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as, and north is sort of deep in, deeper into the warehouse. So, as, so as he walks with the, with the, the box, uh, in hand, he, he's like looking around for a good place to put it where he'll remember it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like not really paying attention to you. Right. Okay. And, and so like you are definitely in an area where, um, you are obfuscated from from v- view. Okay, excellent, beautiful. Um, let's see. So we've got we got two potential problems that are spread out. Is that what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. We've got two stormtroopers yes. that we can deal with, um, pretty easily. Uh, and actually, I can take care of both. One, at least one of them. Uh, probably maybe <laughs> the second one. Um, and I wonder if we can, you know what, this is as good a mm-hmm. time as any, well, it wouldn't be very sneaky because I don't have an opera. Sorry. I'm talking to myself while <laughs> also recording. Uh, so like basically just to lay it out, what my plan is, is to have Owen, um, just keep him talking and moving while mm-hmm. uh Kristoff and I uh sneak off to deal with the two stormtroopers and then we can uh deal with the governor because that, that sounds good to me yeah cuz like I have a means of getting Kristoff do you have some sort of like force jump yeah let me look that at that is in fact one there. of the force users powers yes great yeah, it says you can jump up to two spaces without provoking ranged attacks against you i'm not Ooh. so, so um, that sounds like a combat thing that is a combat <clears throat> thing uh we can fluff it as as something that you can actually just do narratively too um but uh in in combat that would be uh, there are three zones in total there's mm-hmm. enemy side center and ally side mm-hmm. so that means that you could jump from ally side to enemy side without getting shot at. Oh, cool, cool. So like to get just to, to close say, the range on somebody, you could you could uh, yeah, uh, to you say, could do that with a force point. To say not get shot while you're jumping at people to cut them up with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Although with that... I don't know if I should be using that yet. I don't know how how noisy it is. My memory of the movies is that they're pretty noisy. <laughs> so how does how does unarmed combat work in this? Um, so unarmed combat uh, is uh, any melee attack has to take place in the same space. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Melee can't perform suppression, so you can't you know force someone to hide in cover. Um, and uh, if the target has no melee options, then melee attacks deal two times the amount of damage. So cool. if you get so if you get in a fist fight with somebody that has a knife like uh, you're kind of in trouble yeah but if if let's say you're attacking a stormtrooper who just has a blaster rifle and you oh. have a lightsaber you will most likely cut them in half right okay 
then uh, I like my plan. Uh, I'm feeling okay. good about my plan. So uh, <laughs> what I'm thinking we should try is... Um, oh, and maybe what Pipistrel does is you just get him talking, like, even more about history crap, right? Right. Like, do <laughs> yeah. some sort of history role in order to, like, really get his mouth running. Uh, and so mm -hmm. that we can slip off while you two walk to Grievous's uh, chamber and we can deal with the two stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah, I'm down for that. I realize I've really been milking history. I'm good to keep doing that, but cool. if you want me to try for like <laughs> di diplomat or something instead, I'm good to take that risk. Um, I think that there are two ways you could approach this. Uh, I'll say that rolling historian will in uh, incur a penalty. Um, gotcha. Just because you've already done it, and he's he's kind of already in that mode, mm -hmm. um, so you just going on and on about more stuff is is, right. is more likely to notice that something's up. Sure. Right. Um, so diplomat, if you wanted to change your tactic, uh, that might be that that might be more beneficial to you. Gotcha. Okay. I'm willing to take the coin flip on diplomat. Um. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, there's, there's, uh, what's the word? Contingency plans that I can probably come up with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, gonna do diplomat and maybe rather than just like leaning more on the history, trying to like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like buttering him up about like his cool collection is what's going on. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I must say if, I, <laughs> uh, if I knew that uh, governorship would have given me access to this sort of thing, I would have uh, looked for, uh, I would have run for office instead of going for tenureship all this time. Hmm. Um, <laughs> ah, that's funny that you think you could. I mean, yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, it's very clear, like he's had some sort of training that he's like not, he's never had to use before. Right. God, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, yep. So one d six. Let's fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. That's a two. That's a two. Oh. Oh. So, so I think that. Oh right, diplomat. I'm I'm willing to offer a suggestion for how this is bad. Is that maybe he can sort of detect the insincerity <laughs> in what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think he he. Um, he doesn't let on much. Right. Uh, he kind of is still, he's still kind of going on about the history of Mandalorian war droids. Right. Uh, while, and, like, the filing system that he has in place here for mm -hmm. all of his Mandalorian collection. Um, and, like, this is the sixth piece of Beskar. And, like, he, he kind of, he, he's still moving on. Um, but, uh... He, you can tell that he is sort of eyeing you up and down a little bit more. Um, okay. So, it, so that means that uh, what would have been a just a neutral operative role to get away, mm -hmm. uh, you will uh, uh, Jazz and and Kristoff will now have to roll with a penalty unless they can come up with some other bonuses. Damn it! I think if they can't break away easy, maybe that you guys just stay with me for now because we m especially if he's been sort of cued on to mm -hmm. me maybe 
potentially being more than just a cool guy to him. Um, <laughs> not that I think he suspects me, but I think his image of me is shifting slightly. Yeah. Um, uh, I think maybe it's fair. best if like, if the muscle is stuck around. <laughs> Yeah, we got your back. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. I was just hoping, like, if the, if the role had worked, then we could have been able oh, yeah, to sneak yeah. off. Uh, but as it stands, yeah, it's yeah. just like, as they say in uh, Blaze in the Dark, that's a missed opportunity. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, he he le- he eventually finds a place for, for the box, and he puts it down, and uh, then he, he says, uh, he turns to you and says, this is what I wanted you to see. You want to? You think? Uh, you think c- cybernetics only goes so far as to make uh, war droids for for the skull collecting savages of of Mandalore? Great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Wow>. I. <laughs> oh, sorry. Were One, you I saying? love space no. racism. Also, two, I love the Mandalores <laughs> as like the predators. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, Jouty or whatever <laughs> skull collecting <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I yeah no, I'm just I'm just keeping that was just personal sputtering. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, what if I told you that I have the Confederacy of Independent Systems' greatest general here on Utapau where he died? Um, <laughs> I, like Christoph X impress a general. Like, like he's he's playing the muscle, so he ha- he's been sort of like playing dumb so far, but he like perks right. up at that. <laughs> he was killed by by a uh, a Jedi general himself here on the planet. And, green uh, green he, fish, you can't possibly mean. And he kind of he he pulls out a little remote and that like it's like uh, it's like a key fob and you know it's that mm-hmm. small especially in his hands and he presses a, a button and uh, a at the end of the the row that you're in um, you see this long tall uh, tube that oh with, with like with like uh, shutters on it that sort of start <sighs> rolling up. And inside, you see the the burnt, desiccated body of oh General Grievous. With, oh my uh, god! With its with its bone colored, uh, you know, armor plating and and metal struts and and every and all the the organic and cybernetic parts, uh, sort of kept in this cold storage. Mm-hmm. And he he just beams with pride and kind of looks at you and and just shrugs. He's proud. Okay. Um, proud of such ghoulishness, of course. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. So I I think I know what I'm going to do. I think that um. And so he's so uh the professor like just sort of stand. He's genuinely kind of impressed by this. Um. Because, because again, Clone Wars uh, were the thing that was really popping off. Um, like I looked at the timeline and how old I've got this guy as. Like this was go- like the the height of the Clone Wars when was about when he like 
came of age basically oh it's yeah when he was like it, he, it's when he was in college himself um, and if he was paying attention wreck. to the war serials and stuff and like the, oh yeah the reports from the front like he would have heard grievous's name so many times yeah um so he like turns to he um he, he like he turns to Kristoff and is like the, the all right, just uh, just stay here for now, and the like. Wait, no, not that. That would be a weird thing to say. Like, all right, just <laughs> uh, just stay put for a second. But as he says this, he like waves his hand a little and nudges his head towards the governor. And I don't know if that's immediately obvious based on like me just saying it, but I think that if these two have developed any kind of like rapport thing, he's saying like, hey. Do the hand wavy thing to him. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Um, what are we trying to get him to do here? Um, actually, you know what? Maybe that maybe that is something that we would have to work out in this moment. Um, what we could just do, and what just occurred to me, is that we could take that badge off of him. Oh shit! That's right. Oh fuck. Oh shit! You're yeah, right. That's, well, that's then all I gotta true. do is wave my hand at him, and he's like, "Hey, can I see that? Can I see that badge? I'm the I'm from the badge inspectors." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it, I mean we could literally just like if you wanted to just force pull it off his chest. Uh, oh yeah, we can go hard like yeah early. That's true. It says um, that under force draw that I can t- call untethered objects with. This uh, feels kind of tethered. <laughs> so like alternatively yeah alternatively if we don't murk him we could <laughs> here's the thing a part of like a part of me is sort of like what if we just said like hey give this to us and then we just walk out of here with it like with whether it comes down to like you know pointing a gun at him or hand waving at him but that seems like that would even though that would maybe get us past this, that might get very loud very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon so, as like we're out of sight, I feel like he would. Um, yeah, call, like, um, call the guards on us. So I think we can't necessarily. I want to figure out if stealing his bones is necessary. <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to. So so yeah, cut cut out maybe the bit um, about the hand. Oh. Well, uh, here's here's what I can say um, that might help uh, help guide you uh, in in a a, in a path of uh, action, and mm-hmm. that's that uh, you don't necessarily need the physical remains. Okay, what, cool. What you need is the data from the cybernetics. Oh, All right, excellent. So, Kristoff so, has salvager and engineer. Can I maybe try to get the data off there? Um, oh, without yeah. you know, yeah, that is, I'll keep that's him busy. Absolutely... <laughs> yeah. You could absolutely uh, attempt to do that. Okay, um, maybe we could even convince him, hand wave or not, to like just let me. Like, it's like, hey, can we scan this? See if we find anything interesting. Yeah, I we'll, think we'll report it all to you, obviously. Right. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, in, in that case, you said you've got you've got diplomacy, right? Yeah, I've got diplomat, engineer, and salvager. Like maybe it's really good for this, actually. Oh yeah. So <laughs> okay, so I'm walking back just about everything I just said, but I don't think it needs to get cut because I think that was important table talk. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that um, 
he's just going to go forward and with a combination of putting on the act and like genuinely impressive he's just going to like get a closer look at this but if you wanted to convince him to like that to get a closer look i think unless you wanted me backing you up because you're playing dumb muscle um then um uh, maybe if it comes to it you can back me up it's just like it's like it's like hey it may seem a little taciturn but it uh he's actually uh my assistant he's uh like help me dig through all sorts of old spaceships and ruins and things that yeah. sort of thing yeah uh, i actually yeah um that actually um yes so as he's walking up like this is incredible though not that i genuinely doubt you of course but if this is going to be a fair trade perhaps you could allow me to um verify it the same way that i la- the same way that you verified my gift ah. he he gives you a little bit of a screwed up look because this is like his pride and joy Right. Like, the, he. Uh, why would he ever fake this in his mind, right? Like that, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, of course. He goes, oh, it's, it's real. Yeah, you <laughs> take, a, take a look. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Kristoff will uh, step forward. Maybe he's got like a, like a pad or something. Maybe not, sort of like a slicer pad, but not for that. Right, just, just a data pad of some kind. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, um, okay, I'll, uh, let me just uh, take a look around. I'm, actually, I'm very curious about what might be on here myself. Uh, he he walks up with you and goes, ah, ah, look with your eyes, not with your hands. Ah. <laughs> we're, okay. And we're probably gonna... I don't think that General Grievous' body has a Wi-Fi hotspot, I assume. No. Yeah. <laughs> Although, it, you know, if, if Star Wars were a different setting, it definitely would. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but unfortunately, no. Right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, the, you, this is, uh, he's, he's sort of stopping you from, from yeah. touching Grievous' body, but you can get pretty close to it. And, like, you, you know it's the real deal. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's some sort of, like, tech solution, or if I should just, uh convince him some more um i mean now might be the time for for that mind the trick. hand the hand wave um yeah um yeah absolutely just says as you say with a contest so we just roll d6s and uh cross our fingers yeah remember right okay so boy this is a lot more stressful than they make a look in the movies uh-huh um, all right, so um, Kristoff will uh, like sort of like rub his chin and then sort of like sort of flick his wrist with his like oh well sort of gesture, but it's like it's like hey, um, look, just let's see. if uh, if you let me look through here a little bit. No, sorry, hold on. It can be as simple as I'm allowed to, yeah. to access. <laughs> the, yeah, Jedi the, mind trick. They're always just like extremely like. Blase yeah, it's like it, you know? yeah, Christoph will just be like, um, it's like it's important that you let me do this. It's ah, like, there you go. It's like I, it's like, it's like I like that. He's like, you should let me. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Swanson's, yeah, I can do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah right, honestly, just say it's like yes, yeah, it's like I need to do this. No, I got a two. No, oh, oh, man. well, but but a contest doesn't uh, it doesn't matter if you. Uh, 
if you break three or not in a contest. So let's see what yeah. I roll. Oh also, my God. it's a tie. Um, I don't know if there are <laughs> rules for a tie in this game because it is so rules light. Let me check real quick. You both let's die. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, Kristoff mind tricks himself as well. It's a contesting um, you know what? Yeah, no, there there seems to be no rules on ties here. The highest of both wins. That's all it says. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you on this one. I think that it takes a little longer than you're comfortable with. Like, <laughs> like, oh, kinda, God, like did I, did he's like screw confused, up and he he kind of like furrows his brow, and then it's like, what are you waiting for? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, on a boss. All right. Yeah, all right. So we'll uh, we'll get a, we'll plug in. We'll uh, check out the you know the root directory. See what what, sort of, <laughs> what we can slice out of here. Yeah, you get uh, you know some old emails. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, you so yeah, you you find a, a lot of uh, a lot of very technical data. Which since you have engineering as a skill, you can actually. I'm just gonna say you can pretty much parse through it without any real problem. Yeah, well, like and also a cyborg firmware right? stuff, right? Yeah, it's uh, so like. And this is this is old, so you know it uh, for for someone of your of your age and like the time that we're in, um, this is this would be like handing a handing like a uh, a you know a Gen Z um, like Netscape, where it's like you can kind of mm-hmm. see what they're going for, <laughs> yeah, and like I could kind of navigate it, but it's still pretty pretty. Uh, Pretty Alien. tough to to figure this out, yeah. And so, so you you eventually you uh, you go through and find um, the the information that you're looking for, uh, which in this case is the designations of the droids that constructed General Grievous's cybernetics. Right. Uh, so you have your list of of droids, which is three of them. There's DD thirteen HK. 21B DRX and just FX6. No no special uh subcategory there. Okay. Mm. Um okay. so and obviously I'm not going to make you remember those names. I just wanted to say <laughs> it for the podcast. Um yeah. but so those are those are the the uh that's the information you're looking for. Those are in fact the droids you're looking for. Oh my god. <laughs> And uh All right. Oh boy, that's Star Wars, baby. I love it. So now you you have your data and uh he goes, I, I hope it was promising, my friend. It's like uh Christoph looks up and it's like, Yep, I I didn't doubt you for a second. It's uh one hundred percent grievous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I you know what? I forgot one extra tidbit. You also find out where the droids are. Or at least oh, where, they, where they were right. when you they know. built Grievous, which yeah, is the planet Coruscant. Oh, oh hell yeah. Coruscant? Hell yes. Okay. They made they made Grievous on Coruscant. That's I don't actually up. know that, I, but it makes sense. But to for me, this, it, they did. That's probably yeah, where no. the Palpatine <laughs> Surgical Reconstruction Center is. If you think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I'm like. 
yeah, I wasn't like questioning it or whatever. It's just like a lot. I sorry, this whole situation is just making me think of Star Wars through like a purely political lens, and the idea of them like crafting this like perfect opposition to the Republic in the heart of the Republic sounds perfect to me. Oh yeah, that's a metaphor, uh, yeah, so, baby. So that is where the droids are, um, and the governor's just he he is pretty chill with you guys right now okay i i think that we should probably get out while that continues to be the case uh great uh yeah he he uh he he sort of walks you out of the the warehouse and uh he takes the the warming chips off of your your shoulders as you (laughs) thank you as you exit and you can feel that cold blast of air again um (laughs) and he goes of course you'll have to be sworn to secrecy Oh, yeah. Of oh, course. We, of course. I, why would he, like, he looks at him with, like, kind of, like, a wry little smile and is like, why would I want to share such a once-in-a-lifetime experience? <laughs> you know what? You're good people. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he kind of, he claps his big hand on your little back, Pipistrel. <laughs> just nearly, just entire nearly body like accordions him. down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> makes and a little uh, like <laughs> makes a little like toy duck noise <laughs> <laughs> and then uh you you go back up the turbo lift back into his office um okay. and uh he uh he kind of he he gestures to uh to Murabi and sort of sends you on your way Okay. Um, is is the we get is our, there anything uh, we else get our... you? I guess are there any other opportunities you would like to take while uh, while any of that was happening, like looking around the storeroom some more, or mm. uh, perhaps like planting anything on him or pickpocketing oh. him or whatever. You know, adventurer <laughs> shit. Is there anything yeah. like that, that you'd like to do? We could we could make a quick buck by stealing something, admittedly, but like that would obviously be risky so what, whatever i'd like to I point out jazz jazz though. was not doing anything while you oh, two were distracting point oh, so right. if jazz wanted to maybe sneak you know. off mm. uh mm. <laughs> i don't have any sneaking ability but the two of them are still I, I assume this is like while the two of them are keeping him uh occupied um yes. yeah. oh so are there like consoles and stuff around here that like keep track of everything that's um that's in storage, I assume? I I think that's reasonable to assume that there would be some sort of filing system somewhere. Okay, I have a fun idea. Um Okay. Um I want like while he's busy with Pipistrel and Kristoff, I want to access cuz I have engineer. Um I want to access one of the the terminals and potentially have it deliver like a weapon directly to our ship. Ooh, okay. Because <laughs> there's like there's the conveyor belts and stuff all over here, and they also right. lead outside. <laughs> so it literally could just be a matter of while he's under Jedi mind trick stuff, uh, having a like a a like an old blaster or something delivered directly to the ship. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. 
Okay. Sure. Um, Hold on, let me. I think I think you just get to roll that actually with probably uh, a plus one um, because Ooh. he is so uh, he is so distracted and like the the guards are like not paying attention to what you guys are doing because sure. like, you're with the governor. Yeah, we're we're yeah. with him and we're just kind of off in like a little secluded corner. Okay, so that'd be plus two. <laughs> That's a seven. Oh, oh yeah, fuck great. Yeah. So yeah, you Boy, you yeah. definitely uh, you get something. You get a weapon like that. It's got all of its statistics and stuff, but it's uh, listed you know listed in the the inventory. But there's also like a there's like little notes that he has personally typed about like where it came from and like mm. how much it cost and all that stuff. Uh, uh, sort of along with it, and you can see that this one. Uh, if if uh, he if his notes are to be believed, this has a market value that is similar to a spaceship. Oh, so, great! Yes. Okay, absolutely. Like uh, we're talking thousands of credits. Great uh, for for this antique uh, sniper rifle. Hell awesome. yeah! Cool. I'll take it because I'm gonna. Gee, the idea of using an antique sniper rifle to kill Darth Vader sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Just adds even more to the legend, baby. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I love the idea okay. of him just like talking to the other two and in the in the background like <laughs> while his back his is turned you just see like a claw come down like a fucking like vending not like not like a vending what's the like a claw machine claw just like yeah. comes mm. down takes hold of the box lifts it up puts it on and like the guards aren't thinking anything about it because we're with him so like yeah it should be fine right <laughs> This is what he brought us here to do. Yeah, or something. something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. What? Don't ask him. He'll yeah, yell exactly. At you. He'll yell at you. He might shoot you. You know? Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah. So you you uh, you manage to set that up, and then you see like a box get lifted up by the claw, and it it moves across, and you know drops it on like a a little hover a hover cart with a droid attached to it, and the droid like starts scooting it along a path, and then it disappears <laughs> through the wall, and like you just have to trust that that's gonna make it to your ship, and, uh, I, I trust and it probably the will. I trust the robots more than I trust this governor. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, um. So yeah, you you are you sort of let out and uh, you're given back all your gear, your rifle and your thermal detonator, um, and uh, you know you're you're down one uh, Mandalorian relic that sure. you, that you had, but you're up uh, the coordinates to your your next heading. Yeah, Coruscant, okay. tight. Oh man, next stop Coruscant. Fantastic. Yeah. Gonna get thrown out of a building. That's what happens when you go to Coruscant. You just get thrown out of buildings. Great. Um, so thank, thanks for playing, as always. Oh, thank you. Thank that you for running. Yeah. I love this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, this, Very, it's yeah. super fun. Um, mm-hmm. And as always, uh, stay big, gay, and nerdy. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. 
We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at BigGayNerdsCast on Twitter and just BigGayNerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.